0: Good morning! Uh, This is episode 9, I believe. It's going fast. Uh, Today we will be talking to... I will be talking and you will be listening to Kerry Templewood. So, welcome to Faces of Silver. I am Ben Winkler, photographer, connoisseur of life and lifelong curious being. Each week we bring you interesting topics. um, to to that area in life that we live in, midlife and beyond, uh, inspiring messages and simply a person that you want to listen to and, and that has a message that hopefully resonates with you. So now let's get started. Quote of the day, Ben's work captures the unique and beautiful essence of the women he works with as a photographer I find his work inspiring as a woman empowering that was a message by my dear friend Margaret Rizzuto in New York upstate New York whose work I really appreciate and cherish thank you so much Margaret So today's guest is Carrie Templewood. Carrie is running the Art of Conscious Aging and uh, we will be chatting about the main topic is menopause and uh, the emotional energetic effects that uh, that uh, we deal with that you deal with. Well, actually, we. Uh, it's, it's men and women and uh, how we get affected by it. And we're going to be talking about uh, the support, uh, oftentimes the lack of support, and uh, the unspoken. So you would want to listen into this. Uh, I'm going to try to bring her on in just one second. So make sure you take uh, a screenshot of the episode, post it, tag us, tag us uh, with uh, Faces of Silver, put it on Facebook, put it on Insta. And uh, also, uh, we're going to give a little giveaway for uh, if if you tag us and and we see it with the, uh, there's a discount code coming up for the new uh, apparel that we have for the new shirts. So with with that said, let's dive in. Let's bring her on carrie
1: yes ben can you hear me now
0: oh just perfect how are you
1: (laughs) finally i'm well thank you how are you doing
0: uh just perfect. We always have these initial connection problems. It's technology just doesn't want to work with me for some reason.
1: Well, I can certainly relate to that one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm not uh, technically inclined or whatever you call that. I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to wing it. You are sitting <coughs> in you are sitting in Denver, is that correct? Or-
1: uh I am just outside of Boulder actually, oh, in a Boulder? little t- Okay. Just a little town called Niwat with a nice view of the f- foothills, and uh, it's a beautiful day.
0: Gorgeous. Uh, same here. I'm sitting, so you're sitting in a mountain, still winter. I'm sitting in LA, nice and blue skies, like not a cloud. Gorgeous. So today we have connected, and uh, for our listeners here today, we are talking about the top, a very, a very important topic, I think, and I believe not enough people are talking about it. So that's why we shall tackle today we're talking about menopause. So I wanted to ask you what uh what is menopause like what is the definition and and what is your experience with that.
1: Thank you. Um it's great to be able to have a conversation. it's interesting that an in-depth conversation I'd be having with a gentleman so because <laughs> women don't want to talk about this uh, um, I,
0: I do because I just think you know it's it's as important well first of all it's it's important for all the women who are listening uh, but as important for for men for their husbands to understand oh, it is what's what's going on how they can support you and so on
1: right so technically menopause is when, a woman has been without her menses, her cycle for a year. Okay. And technically, that is sort of the medical definition. Premenopause or perimenopause can start anywhere from about 35 on. Um, generally, it'll start in about the mid to late 40s and can go last anywhere the whole, the whole uh, experience can last anywhere from about 7 to 14 years. So you can be in perimenopause for a while and then once you've hit that year-long time with no moon cycle, then technically then you are actually in menopause and then the hormones still have another bunch of time to really complete their rewiring because basically menopause is well, if you think of puberty, of wiring the hormones one way as we move into our adolescence and young adulthood, menopause is rewiring in a whole other way of completely shifting the whole hormonal system again right. to move from a cycling woman to a non-cycling woman. And that that takes some time. That is not something that happens quickly. Mm -hmm. And for many women, it can be extremely challenging time, both physically and the, the part that really fascinates me is the whole emotional, energetic and mental and spiritual rewiring that happens right along with the hormonal rewiring of our whole system. So there's no separation for me. What's going on with your emotions and your mind is the same thing as going on, it's being fueled by what's happening in the actual physical biological rewiring that's going on. Right. And it's topped on 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 top of that, it is loaded, menopause just the word is absolutely loaded in our culture for women with associations of shame and loss and fear and pain and i'm less than i'm invisible i don't know how many women just come up to me and say i just feel absolutely invisible and that's one of the reasons i'm thrilled that you're doing your project because we need we need wise mature women at the table of our culture more than ever and um, so I'm really glad that you're presenting a, a visual for this and hopefully creating some deeper discussion as well about what it means to become middle life, middle-aged, silver, to whether or not you choose to dye your hair, but just that the whole concept of, of aging um, becomes less than. And I don't think it's less than. To me, it's an amazing world that's opening up. That we're just beginning to understand what it really means to live another thirty years in our life, but the focus is so different from be- when we were born to thirty.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm amazed that you that you just said uh, women feel invisible. I'm. I'm you know, as yep. a man, and I with that demographic, I'm. I'm sort of aware of it. I'm sort of of the implications and the stories that I hear and the conversations I have. But now, when you said "invisibly," hi there. I don't know where we left off. I'm just talking to myself here, and I said, "Okay, we're getting an end." <laughs>
1: you 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 disappeared. You were talking about how um, you were just becoming aware that maybe that was some women's experience
0: um about being
1: invisible
0: so so my question is for the listeners here today is there any are there any support groups on on, or like you know like sisterhoods i don't know what to call them where where they can find
1: right so yeah i have that's the work i do so i have programs i work with women one-on-one i mentor and coach women I also have a Facebook online group called The Menno Tent, and that's an online support group where women can come on and share what's going on with them. It's private. It's secure. There's nothing goes outside that group. Um, But I, I think partly it needs to start with women being willing to have conversations with their own tribe and sisterhood wherever they are, and that can be challenging. To, to really say, hey, this is going on for me. How are you doing? And what what are you going through? Um, and taking the lid on really being willing to look at their own experience and to, to stop and say, what's going on for me now? How is my life really beginning to shift? And who is this person that I'm becoming? And what is it I want to do from now on in? Mm-hmm. Because the focus is very different. Um, and create, uh, part of the challenge is we don't have a language yet with how to talk about this with our partners and our kids. And so there is this whole development of opening like this Pandora's box of conversation that we're not having around midlife because we are a youth phobic, obsessed culture. With millions of dollars being spent on that every year, and if you're above 35 or 40, you are not being treated the same way in that wide spectrum of advertising.
0: Mm -hmm. Is there? do Do you find through through your work, through your research? In other cultures, is there something like, like I'm thinking back of once upon a time when I read the the red Tent, a book called the Red Tent. The Red Tent. Yep. yep. If there are, if there are in other cultures, if there is, is there like a, a sisterhood or like a, a system where mothers and grandmothers are preparing them and supporting them, or or what's the difference between our society, our culture, and other cultures? Do you find any difference?
1: Well, the first huge difference is straight um, timeline. So the median age of death at 1900, the year 1900, was 48 years old. So if you do the math, women as, right, if if you look at the general culture, yes, there were, women who did live older, and yes, there were wise women in a culture, but the phenomenon that we have of the baby boomers born between 1946 and 1964 of what, 75 million people a month, ridiculous amounts. That's what we're experiencing now with women in an unprecedented amount hitting midlife with better education, better health, more money. And more awareness than any culture in the past. Yet we lack this capacity to support each other at this point, well through midlife. And I, I there are support you hear and read of more tribal quote unquote societies that would support certainly through the mena for through the red tent, um, yes. but. It was it was not, I don't know that it was a big enough swath of women living, you know, older that you had that same kind of support um, for the midlife and elderly people. Um, so it, it's hard to make a, a straight out comparison, just largely because the numbers are so huge now coming yeah. through this that all of a sudden we have uh, an unprecedented amount of women coming into this time. And um, we're, a lot of the um, ideas around what menopause is for us now were were birthed out of the 1960s and 1970s when the early sort of doctors researching women in midlife who had really no understanding of, of, and they were all male doctors, unfortunately, what this time was and what was really happening. That's where you started getting the um, phrases like women are just lunatics. Women are crazy. Women should be locked up at this time. They're all going nuts. Like what's happening? And then you had HRT come out of that and okay well let's regulate this let's put this in a box and things are slowly evolving past that but to me well now i have no idea where i left off
0: you left off and <laughs> things are starting to get regulated or they were starting to get regulated
1: uh yeah where yeah so so basically there there's lots of resources out out there of really good bioidentical bio, you know, and herbs and, and medical stuff. That's not my forte and that's not my expertise. My, my passion and my expertise is really around the emotional and energetic and mental and spiritual evolution that is, is happening for women as they cross Mm -hmm. this threshold. And that's where I really, um, that's where I really get passionate about what this time is so and how we.
0: Where, where do you think? Well, what are the most common challenges that that you hear about? I mean, I understand each each one is different, but like, well, what what sure. is what's common? What is the common denominator? There,
1: um, there, there are several things. Um, one I mentioned is that we haven't really learned how to talk about this, so we haven't developed the language of how to have a conversation or even begin to recognize what's happening because menopause does not have a clear starting point. It does not have a clear ending point mm-hmm. and the symptoms vary for women in between. And that sort of, if you think of, of birthing a baby, it's like you're pregnant or you're not pregnant kind of thing. You're, 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 in it. It. you know, it, you have your baby and you you deliver kind of, there's a, there's a beginning, a middle, it, and to that particular scenario, menopause does not. Have a clear starting point. Um, It has lots of similar things in the middle, but it and it doesn't have a clear ending point. And so that that all of a sudden things can start shifting for women, but it can take a while before they really clue in. It's like, oh, my period's jumping all over the place, and I've had it for 21 days. And Mm -hmm. what's happening in my life? All of a sudden, I'm angry all the time, and I don't know why. And there's no one to talk about, to talk with. And so part of that is just the language and there's no clear starting point. So another thing is that the family, they have no idea what's going on because she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Because um, they haven't, we haven't been given positive reference points about, oh, you're coming towards midlife. You might want to think about some of these self-care practices. You might want to think about what these next five to seven years are going to look like and how you want to be as best um, supporting yourself with a support network, whatever, to do that. Um, and lastly, as a culture, we just not really support women in midlife. We throw drugs. We throw all sorts of anti-aging stuff at them. And I quite honestly have, have no interest and no time for the anti-aging mindset to me that is just a waste of time and energy
0: well it's self-sabotaging isn't it i mean we oh it's very speaking against ourselves now i had i had a question here in terms of when you said when we said emotional before what what could this for for our listeners who are not there yet or those who are in the middle what could this go from what what would be a mild scenario what would be a mild example and what is an extreme Example of, of where this could swing from, too?
1: Um, so it can be kind of like PMS on steroids, <laughs> I suppose, um, for some people. Um, I noticed one of the biggest things that happened for me was um, anger. All of a sudden, I anger, just the energy of anger, and I was angry not at anyone in particular, not about anything in particular. But this energy, and I think for me, it also correlated with, um, women will be familiar with the term hot flashes. It's like that kundalini fire energy is rising and you can't keep the lid on it anymore. So there's this energy arising that we often don't have good creative outlets for and how to work with. Um, I used to just say, okay, I need a break folks. I'm going out for a walk and I would just go for a long walk and you know I'd be very clear with my kids and my husband it's like this has nothing to do with you guys. This is this is just stuff I'm going through and you know I'm just going to go for a walk for a while and and just but, let but, energy yeah, but you you, you
0: communicate you communicated that so they knew what was going on even if Well, I know. communicated
1: that I needed space. That's about all I understood at that time. For some women um Lately, I've had several clients come in with anxiety. All of a sudden, anxiety attacks are happening for them. Um, and that's unusual, Or and they don't quite know what's going on. So there are...
0: Ugh. <laughs> So we were talking about anxiety.
1: So anxiety is another um, place that women can, uh, that can really come up for women during this time. Um, Sleep issues. So um, having a hard time getting to sleep, waking up at night. Um, Depression can also happen and For many women, a real challenge can be unexplained weight gain. Mm -hmm. Um, A little bit of weight gain is actually helpful to work with the estrogen levels in your body. But for many women, it can be, you know, well in excess of of 10 or 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. And that can be very, very hard um, emotionally as well. Like all of a sudden they've got a body they don't recognize anymore. And... Um, your skin, your skin, you know, that's why it's, it's so good to keep a hat on and take care of yourselves because your skin will lose, begin to lose its collagen. Your bones will get thinner. I mean, there's just a natural evolution that is happening. That doesn't mean we can't do and spend time cultivating the very best self-care Practices we know how, and for me that's yoga, healthy eating, time in nature, good relationships with my friends and my family, a positive attitude, um, and I can't really say enough about perspective and attitude because that will affect everything we do.
0: Everything, attitude,
1: yeah. Everything. So our bodies. If you look in the neurosculpting, the neuroscience world right now, there's, there's lots of links about how our mind affects our cells and our body. So if we're thinking negative thoughts about ourselves, every piece of our being feels that on the very depths of our cells.
0: Oh, yes. We
1: are continuing to feed ourselves negative thoughts about what menopause is, what we're going through, how this sucks, how my life is falling apart, or it's all downhill from now that's probably what's going to happen mm-hmm. you know um so the change and really watching our minds um is really really important um to really pay attention to um as well as maybe you know developing mindfulness practices um which me go, for me goes along hand in hand with my yoga practice but meditation and mindfulness practice can be very helpful and really paying attention
0: I was I was wondering with you said about the network and your friends and your family mm-hmm. there are so many women I come in contact with that I speak with who are single and who have no support system around is right. there what would what would you advise them what would your advice be for them
1: oh have them reach out to me I'd love to talk to them <laughs>
0: I love these. Okay, speaking, yeah, so spe- exactly. Well, so, do I. so, speaking of which, how can you, re- uh, can you repeat for us again for those who tuned in later how they can reach you and what your sites are?
1: So, uh, my name is Carrie Templewood. My site is called The Art of Conscious Aging. So, it's www.theartofconsciousaging.com, all one word. Um, I have a Facebook called The Art of Conscious Aging, as well as a private group called The Menno Tent. Um I work one-on-one. I work with groups. I do a lot of support and conversations around this. And it's just starting with a free conversation, you know, Skype own meeting for tea if somebody's local. Um
0: that, that was just my next question. How can you, if they go to your site, how can well if they're not local also, how can they find help? How could you support them?
1: So I work via Skype um a lot. So we'll have a conversation and you know, just talk about what's going on and see what kind of support they're looking through and see if they're interested in sort of being guided and supported through a journey with me. Um, Also really supporting to them to look within their own tribe of sisterhood wherever they are and gathering together one or two girls for tea and just say, hey, would you be open to to talking with me about this? And let's talk about our experience. Um, We have to get past the fear of being able to talk about this to our friends and family. That's the first step. So I may be a a step along the way, like, talk to me, I'm safe. I've been there. I've done it. I've supported women. I think this is an amazing journey to take, but you also have to begin to cultivate your own tribe with wherever you are as well. Like get your sisterhood in gear
0: so one more thing that's that came up for me now as I just listened is uh, what I faced in the past is uh, denial. So
1: that, based in the past that, being
0: what? That they are, it, it almost seems like they are in denial. Oh, yeah. From the from the outside. (laughs) I watch the changes. I watch the the, maybe not so much the mood swings, but there are decisions and there are things going on that don't make sense that are so far out to the extreme to one Mm. end or the other. Mm. Do you do you have any experience in that? What what uh, have you come across?
1: Um, So are you thinking of like mood swings that are very extreme?
0: Not so much mood swings as as to making decisions that are totally not you or totally different, uh, or that, are, that are very extreme.
1: Ah, uh, um. Without having a conversation with these women, it would be hard to know. Um, there is, at this time, what I would call um, a life review, so that it can be a time when women who really get on this threshold and say, what I've been doing anymore, or I don't want to be in this marriage anymore. I'm, I'm actually stifled and not happy. And we've grown apart or I don't want to do this job or actually these people that I've been hanging out with, I, I they're not nourishing me anymore. So it may be something that's a thread that's going on where they're just They're just letting go of things that no longer work for them. Or it could be stuff that's bubbling up that they need actual help with. And I would say, you know, get a therapist, get, get some professional help. I'm not a therapist, so I'm not here to provide therapy for somebody. I would direct somebody if you really need counseling to make sure that they get that Um, and make sure if get their hormones tested, find out where they're at and then It's not that bioidenticals or anything else is not a good idea. I just want women to make a conscious decision about it and really pay attention. What is actually the best situation for me and my body and my lifestyle right now? It might be outside medical intervention. It might not be. You know, it might be some lifestyle changes. It might be really getting into herbs and yoga and good food and juicing and really watching the changes really unfold that way
0: like as you just said hormones i'm I'm, I'm, what comes to mind is all this hormone replacement therapy stuff and and maybe thyroid issues on top of that that you take medication for how i I would well i'm assuming usually i'm wrong when i assume that's what i always say so i'm asking how does that how does the
1: so yeah hormone replacement therapy is kind of fallen by the wayside. Most women now who will, will, there's something called bioidenticals, which is kind of the upgraded, um, theoretically, a little bit more um, in sync with a body. Um, And I would encourage women to find a doc who has a pretty holistic approach to how she works with women um, that, bioidenticals or, or flat out drugs may or may not be the absolute first thing she recommends. Like let's let's look at this. Let's look at the whole picture and look at what actually would be best for this individual woman in her life. Uh,
0: we are doing this in piecemeals today. <laughs> thank Thank
1: mercury's retrograde
0: (laughs) i have no idea what it is but this is like chopped off every i don't know every few minutes sorry about that do you know it was really
1: sad because i
0: was really on a roll there you were yeah let's re-roll it please i just go like now i'm really listening in i go like yes now it's running and she disappears again sorry where did i leave you um we were talking about hormone replacement
1: oh god way back then okay um
0: But you you said doctors today have a better approach if you find the right one and so on.
1: Yeah. So so nowadays, what the common term is, is called bioidenticals. Mm -hmm. And that is supposed to be more harmonious and um, a little more natural, quote unquote, for a body system. But I would really encourage a woman to get her hormones tested by someone she trusts who someone has a holistic approach to things and someone whose first line is not always going to the drugs, but looks at a a whole lifestyle approach of like, what's really the best um, and most empowering thing to, to help this particular woman. It might be bioidenticals. That might be herbs. It might be, food choices it might be you know physical exercise and yoga or different things getting out in nature but look a holistic approach Um, i did not use any of that so i i but i have certainly worked with women who have and and worked very well with them um it's really allowed their system to calm down a bit in other ways that they weren't able to get it to calm down so that they could indeed really look at all the other things that are going on. Because if you're so distracted by the hormonal system in such disarray that you can't focus, that gets really challenging for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yoga is always my first line of defense because that's my, my medicine, that's my practice. And there are some really simple restorative practices that are um, up on the Tent and in various other places that I can uh, give to women to do. They're easy, but they're really nourishing for the whole endocrine system. And that's really what you want to calm down because the challenge with working with bioidenticals or any medicine like that is you tweak one, you have to tweak all of them because a woman's system is complicated. Yes. And so that is something you really wanna have somebody that you trust and will work with you over time to get the, the most optimum levels for you so that you can then do the other inner work that's actually being asked to be done. The, the life review, like who am I now? Where do I wanna go? How do I wanna get there? Um, and what is it I wanna do with these next 25, 30 years of my life? Because that, to me, is the exciting possibility of midlife. It's like this yeah,
0: open. Yeah, I was just, I was just starting to smile. I said, if if we would understand that better and we could support that better, then we could we could embrace that and really really move forward. Exactly,
1: that exactly. Into that
0: fear. Yeah. Okay, so uh, for to recap the uh, the way For those who, once again, for those who tuned in later to recap, how can you help uh, women and where can they find you?
1: So I would invite them to go to my website called theartofconsciousaging.com. And um, also I have a Facebook, of the same name as also a private Facebook group just dedicated to women called the Menno Tent. We have the Red Tent for the Youngers and we've got the Menno Tent for the midlife ladies, it's a private Beautiful. group and yes. um, it's a fun place to connect and to say what the heck's going on with you and receive support. I work with small groups. I work a lot. My, my love is working one-on-one with women via Skype or here um, if you're on the front range in person um, at my studio, but conversations is the great way to start with me. Just email me send me a phone call or a text and say, hey, I'd love to have a chat and we'll set up a, a free consultation.
0: Beautiful. Carrie, thank you so much. I have learned a lot and uh, I, I hope everybody listening in has learned a lot. There are so many parts and moving pieces to that and variables. There are. So uh, give Carrie a call. Well, look her up on her website, connect with her and thank you so much for being on.
1: You're very, very wonderful. welcome, Ben. Thanks for the opportunity. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. That was one interesting uh, conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And I I hope we can bring more. We can, first of all, bring Kerry back and we hear more about uh, this topic. Um, If you have any any comments, if you have any material, if you have content, if you want to be on the show, please do contact me. Contact me at info at benwinkler.com. As always, you can find out more about Faces of Silver on FacesofSilver.com. There's a Facebook group, you, there's uh, on my page on Facebook, Ben Winkler Photography, as well as our main photography page is ben, uh, BenWinkler.com. Um, what is going on right now is the, the long sleeve shirts, long sleeve women designer shirts are uh, just coming out. We are looking at the prototype after the weekend. Uh, we are setting up a link where you can get them where you can order them i hope and truly wish that you're gonna enjoy wearing them taking selfies of them posting them and tag faces of silver so we get that movement out there again next show is gonna be friday as always friday morning 10 o'clock pacific time and we're gonna have one yummy topic again so make sure you be tuned in for next week